0: Welcome to episode number 121 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Quality Christian Living has to deal with living a life, the abundant life, an overcoming life, a life that God promised in His Word. And we can't do that unless we learn the steps of having faith to believe and call forth those things that are not as though that they are, and to believe that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above and beyond anything we can imagine or even think according to the power that's in us. And I could go on and on talking about the goodness of God and the promises of God, but today we're going to talk about a subject dealing with our faith. This is podcast is entitled, Faith is the Foundation of All Miracles. And in this teach today, we're going to talk about how we must believe that God is faithful. We're going to also discuss you of understand that you have been given a measure of faith. And what is a measure of faith? We're going to also address the issue of thanking God in advance for something that he's going to do even before he's done it. We want to also discuss our life is filled with opportunities to believe in miracles. So before we get into all that, let's pray and invite the Holy Spirit to just take over, to take charge. Father, thank you once again. For the opportunity we have to bring forth this message at this time to those who have listened in today. Pray that you would anoint now of the words that I've prepared, the outline that I've made, the scriptures that I've looked up. Lord, I pray that you would bless them and anoint me to be able to bring them to those who are tuned in today. I believe today could be a great breakthrough day, a day where people can understand that they can see the miracle in their life, the one that they've been praying for and believing for for maybe many, many years. I believe, Father, that you're going to release your spirit today to do something great through this podcast. I once again thank you in advance for what you're going to do. And I'll be careful now, Lord, always give you the praise and glory for all these things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I think the first thing we need to talk about in today's podcast is that that we must believe that God is faithful. You know, in order to have faith, we must believe that the Lord that we serve is also faithful. So I've looked in the scriptures to find examples of God's word showing the faithfulness of our lord and i found something in psalm 18 and verse 25 The psalmist wrote these words: To the faithful, you show yourself faithful; to those with integrity, you show integrity; to the pure, you show yourself pure. You see, it goes on and on, talking about what we want to see in our own life. God already has. So, God is a God of faithfulness. He is faithful to His people. He's faithful to you, to me, to His Word, and to His promises. And so, if we can accept that, we're on the first step towards believing for miracles in our life, because we can't have miracles unless we have faith, and we can't have faith unless we're faithful to the Lord. So with that, let's look at Psalm number 143 and verse number 1. Once again, I use the New Living Translation for most of my podcasts. So with that, let's read verse 1. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. Well, I'll tell you what. If we do not understand God's faithfulness, we are going to have a terrible time believing for miracles in our life. We serve a God of miracles. Earlier on in this series on miracles, I talked about the fact that Everything started through a miracle. God created heavens and earth. God created man. God created everything that you see, the water that you drink, and the trees that you walk under for shade and comfort. God is a miracle-working God. He looks at all of his miracles as being equal. I'm gonna talk about that in an upcoming podcast. I'll just throw this little teaser out at you today. Have you ever thought about some miracles being bigger than other miracles? That some miracles are big and some miracles are small? Well, I think that's bad thinking, and I'm gonna talk about that in an upcoming podcast. So get ready for that one but today we're going to continue to talk about first of all the faithfulness of God to understand in order to have miracles in our life we must be people of faith we must be people who believe truly believe that god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything we can imagine or even think according to the power that's in us. we have to believe that and accept that. So if you believe that, you're finished with step one. Let's move on now to step number two. We need to understand that you have been given a measure of faith. Now, I've had more people walk up to me and say, Pastor, I just don't have any faith. I don't have faith to believe. Well, that's just not true, because the Word of God tells us that we all are given a measure of faith. Let me read it to you in Romans chapter 12 and verse number 3. It's in the New Living Translation. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. That's the measure of faith. God has given each and every one of us a measure of faith. He wants us to have at least a starting point to know how to approach him in faith. And with that faith, we can begin our journey to experience the miracle that we want to see take place in our life. Now, if we want our faith to grow, if we want it to increase, then we have to start trusting in God's Word. We have to believe it absolutely without doubt, no question, absolutely none whatsoever, knowing that because if we can trust God and believe in His Word, then our faith will increase and we'll have a larger amount of faith than we have today. You see, I don't believe that miracles have big miracles and little miracles. I believe miracles are just miracles, and I'll talk about that in the future. And I think I made a comment earlier about that. But I do believe, and we can prove that, that faith starts out at a certain level. And our faith can grow. You can have little faith, and big faith, and great faith, and incredible faith. And the Word of God talks us about that and tells us how to receive greater faith. It's important, though, to understand that in in Romans 12, 3, and, and throughout the entire book of Romans, that this thing was written to believers, those who had accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, people that knew that he was the Son of God. So when we talk about a measure of faith, it's not saying that faith is available to anybody in this entire world, that everybody can have a certain amount of faith, but it was talking about people who received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's the beginning of having that first step, that first measure of faith towards our miracles. You know, it's so important to understand that when you're talking to someone who's not a Christian, they're not a believer, they've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they can't understand what you're talking about when you say that you're now saved, that you've given your life to Christ, that you're promised eternity, that Jesus has forgiven you of all your sins. And they, they can't relate to that because they don't have that measure of faith. They don't have that beginning. And so we need to understand that God's given us that gift of a measure of faith, but he also has a greater level of faith that he would like to give us and let's learn about that and we will in this podcast and in the podcast that'll be coming over the next several weeks the third thing i want to talk to you about today is that life is filled with opportunities to believe for miracles you know we've all heard stories of people who've had a miracle healing i know in my own life i've had three miracle healings incredible miracle healings and i've been blessed as a pastor to pray for people and seen incredible an incredible Incredible, amazing healings of people who were cured of diabetes they had for like 30 years, and people who were healed of a hip that they were going to replace and it was mended and healed right in that hospital room before they went into surgery. And a young boy that I prayed for who was losing a kidney and his kidney was healed and restored, and the doctor said it's been cured and healed, and there's no reason we need to do surgery on it. So I've seen these things, and you all have. We've all seen that. We need to think about those situations where we've seen a miracle and that'll build our faith and that'll increase our belief that God can do a miracle in our life and he can do a miracle for those that are that we are believing for that we're praying for a miracle to take place the bible has i believe in the new testament i did a recent count of them? I found 37 miracles in the New Testament that Jesus was involved with, that He did. And think about that—37 examples. So you got to get the Bible out. You need to read about the miracles. The first miracle that Jesus talks about was when He turned water into wine. Jesus raised the sick people. He's raised the dead. He healed people of who were blind, and on and on and on. Now, some of you are saying, "Well, I know that's Jesus, though, and that's the miracle-working Jesus. That's really God in the form of..." flesh here on earth. And that's true. But those miracles are written and given to us in the Word of God to increase our faith and to believe for miracles that will take place in our life. All right, so let's move on now to maybe the fourth step I want to talk about. I want you to think about thanking God in advance for something happening that has not happened yet. You know, it reminds me of the story. When I made a commitment to the church for finances, and when we were building our building, my wife and I prayed. We needed a miracle in our finances. We really did. I wasn't making a whole lot of money at the church. The business that I had, we had sold everything that we had to go into full-time ministry. We owned a little property, but it wouldn't sell. There was absolutely no one interested in it. It was a piece of property that was out on the edge of the town in the desert. Nobody particularly wanted it. In the, prior to that, it was worth a lot of money, but now the value had gone down significantly. So, we needed a miracle in order to be able to give a financial blessing to our church. So, I remember my wife and I prayed and said, What should we do? And I said, Well, why don't we just pray about it and together we'll believe for God to do an amazing miracle in our finances so that we can bless the work of the Lord and help build this church that He's put upon our heart that He has been blessing. So, we prayed and we took a piece of paper and we laid the paper down. I said, You write your amount down. I don't want to see it in the same way. With you and me so we said now let's turn our numbers over and see what it is and the number came out to be one hundred thousand dollars now Quite frankly, that seemed like impossible to us. We didn't have the money. I wasn't making hardly anything at the church. Quite frankly, I was making about thirty-five or 40000 a year at the church. So to give a $100,000 donation like that had to be some kind of a miracle. So we just believed for it. And then we started thanking God in advance. I told Sharon, I said, let's just thank the Lord now. And I prayed I said, Lord, let's just, we thank you now. We just thank you for bringing forth this miracle. We thank you for putting this on our heart that we could give a miracle offering, Lord, to help this building be built and to help the church go to the level that you want it to be, Father, and take us to that place where we can make a great impact on this city. A matter of fact, Father, I thank you in advance. I see it coming in right now. I believe for it and I look forward to that day of rejoicing when we're able to give what you put on our heart to give. And you know, that's that's Some people say, well, that's just the power of positive thinking. No, it's not the power of positive thinking. What it is, it's trust and faith in God, and it's using that measure of faith to believe for a greater level of faith, to believe for that level of faith to take us into the miracle area, the supernatural area where only God can bring forth the miracle that we need. Now earlier in these podcasts on miracles, I gave you my definition of what a miracle is. So let me give that to you right now so we can start thinking about what is a miracle really and how can we be thankful for something that we don't see yet. My definition of a miracle is this, an event that is contrary to natural or scientific laws, something connected to divine activity. Man, that's got to be a miracle. And that financial commitment we made was that type of miracle that was needed. And my Bible tells me in Psalm 100 verse 4, it says here, to enter God's gates with thanksgiving, to enter into his presence with thanksgiving. Now, if you're going to enter in and say, Lord, we're thankful, we're so blessed, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, you can thank him for past things, and that's wonderful, and we should, but think thank him in advance for future things. It reminds me of the teaching that I've had before when I talk about the promises of God where we can call forth those things that are not as though they are. Now I'm a big believer in that because Paul taught it in the book of Romans chapter 4 and verse 17. I believe it so much that I wrote a book on it entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. That's how much I believe it, but I believe that God wants us to anticipate, to expect the miracle to come forward. We shouldn't just pray and say, well, I hope so and just maybe and possibly and it sure would be nice if that happened. But no, we can't think that way. We've got to say, Father, I thank you in advance. I believe in advance for something great is going to happen. I believe for that miracle. As a matter of fact, right now, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray over your life because I know some of you need a miracle to come forth. So Father, I'm going to thank you in advance for the miracles that these people need to see take place in their lives. Lord, I don't know them. I don't know who they are. I don't know where they live. But God, you do. And Father, I believe for a great miracle taking place in their life, whether it be the miracle of healing, I call it forth in Jesus' name, the miracle of a financial breakthrough, we believe for that in the name of Jesus, whether it be, Father, a need for a miracle, Lord, in relationships or a marriage or with children, Father, I pray for that miracle to come forth. I believe for people who've not given their life to Christ, Father, and people who are thinking there's no hope, there's no way that these people will ever become believers, Father, I pray for the miracle of salvation in the lives of those who've not turned their life over to you yet but god they're your children father you created them god in your own image father and you love them just as much as you love anyone else in the world and i believe for that and i believe we're going to hear reports of miracle healings and miracle salvations and miracle financial breakthroughs and lord i believe it and i thank you for it in advance in jesus name you see We've got to believe that. We've got to call it forth. We've got to take that measure of faith that God's given us and step on it and let it grow and expand in our life. We've got to believe that God is faithful and that because He's faithful, He's going to increase our faith so that we can receive that miracle that we need in our life. We've got to believe that God has shown us miracles, before and we've seen opportunities for other miracles father we've read about them we've heard about them we may have even seen them and we may have had them in our own life but father we want to take all those experience father and father and thank you for it and believe that miracles are going to break forth in your believers this day and i thank you for it now again in jesus name one additional thought that i'd like to make today on the issue of faith and miracles it's about our children have you ever thought about little kids Matter of fact, I tell people in the church as a pastor for 20 years, I would talk to our church and I'd say, you know, when you have a need in your family, why don't you just get your kids together and you and them and pray for a miracle, a breakthrough that's going to take place. And you know, I found out that many times when we would pray with our kids, the faith of our children was unbelievable. I mean, literally unbelievable to us. You see, as a child, we start off believing in miracles. We we believe and expect things to happen. When a little year old prays, Oh Lord, heal my daddy or heal my mama. He is believing without doubt, without fear, without hesitation, without wondering if it's going to happen or not. He just believes that God is going to heal his mama or his daddy. When little children play, their minds are pure. They're not loaded up with thoughts of questions or doubt or fear or anxiety. These children come to you with what we call childlike faith. Now, the Bible doesn't really say specifically the words childlike faith, but it refers to having faith like kids have. Let's look at a couple of them. I'm going to read in Matthew chapter 18 and verse number 2, and let's see what Jesus has to say about the faith of a little child. In verse 2 in the New Living Translation, Jesus called a little child to him and put the child among them. Then he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. That's what I call childlike faith. Child has the faith to believe and is humble and literally is waiting and anxious to see God do something in their life. Now let's look in Mark chapter 10 and verse 13 where Jesus blesses the children. Listen to these words and look at the faith that's just pure. And it's found in the New Living Translation, Mark 10 verse 13. One day some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. Verse 14, when Jesus saw what was happening, he was angry with his disciples. He said to them, let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. He says in verse 16, then he took the children in his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. You see, Jesus was trying to teach us something. It was childlike faith, to have faith to believe for salvation, to have faith to believe for answers to prayer. So we've got to look at our kids sometimes and I would encourage parents out there, really, if you've got children in your home, I want to encourage you, to pray with them frequently. And get them involved in praying with the needs of your family. It kind of reminds me of when I had a real estate development company. My wife and I were building homes. We were purchasing property and developing that property. And it was really a good business. It was a great business and God blessed it. But we had a couple of times when business got a little tight. The market here, the real estate market got a little bit difficult to sell properties. And so we had some things that needed a lot of extra prayer. So there were times when I would take our children and I'd go into our office with our kids, our two kids. Let's say one would be 10, the other one was like 14 or 15 at the time. And I would say, guys, we're going to pray that God's going to bless our business. And I wouldn't explain to them the details of the financing and the the issues, the legalities and that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that. I just simply would say, we need to pray as a family that God will bless this situation and help us to sell these properties and move on so we can be a blessing to you and to the work of the Lord. And so it's interesting that we would pray and we'd hold hands with our kids and I would pray and then my wife would pray a little bit. And of course, when the kids got older, we'd ask them to say a little prayer and it was usually pretty short. But it was amazing the power in those prayers. When we would stand around that desk and we'd have all these files and things that we were working on there and we would pray a blessing, I would look at my kids and I would see their faith, their absolute pure faith, especially when they were even younger, when they were like six and seven and eight and nine and 10 years of age. And they would just be so strong in their faith to believe. And I remember our son one time prayed. He says, Lord, just help my daddy to sell this stuff. You know, even though he didn't know exactly that it was a land transaction or a custom home for sale, it didn't matter. His faith stepped out like a child childlike faith I call it and he believed for it and another time we were praying I think he was probably nine or ten years old at the time and then another time I remember our little daughter was maybe six or seven years old and we had them around the table and never put the pressure on them that it was going to cause them trouble that we wouldn't be able to eat or pay the house payment or anything like that they didn't need to know about that all they knew is that we trusted God and believed in God and our little daughter one time was praying and she was in the middle of me she says daddy excuse me what are we praying about and it was just so precious and so real. That's the kind of faith that we need to have. We need to have faith without worry and without doubt and anxiety. The Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, but everything through prayers, with petitions and thanksgiving, make our requests made known to God. And it says the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and guard our mind in Christ Jesus. I'm telling you, that's what we need. So let's pray that we'll have that kind of pure faith to believe and trust God, to answer prayers, to increase our faith and see those miracles become reality in our life and i believe that for you right now in jesus name before we end this podcast on faith is the foundation of our miracles we need to believe that we have a foundation and what is your foundation what do you place your hope and your trust in if your foundation for miracles is on your past experiences only and your ability and your strength then they're going to be limited but we serve a god who is without limits We know in the Word of God, it tells us in the book of Isaiah, that God's ways are greater than ours, and his thoughts are higher than ours, and his ways are so much more powerful than ours, and I'm kind of translating it into my own paraphrased edition, if you will, but God has ability way beyond what we've got. That's what it tells us in the book of Isaiah. And we've got to understand that. So our foundation, our foundation of trust and faith and belief for miracles must come in our relationship with our God. And to understand that we are not going to be able to accomplish things in our own strength. When when I was in business, we had a philosophy many times in business where we would say, well, if we can't get this thing done, we're just going to knock the door down and get it done and that was really kind of stupid and kind of thought that way I, I kind of thought that way before I became a Christian I had this attitude that if I can't get it done this way then I'll do whatever it takes whatever it takes I want to get this thing done well what we're doing is we're putting our foundation our strength in ourselves and our greatest strength is weakness in compared to what God's abilities are and so I stopped praying about that let's knock the door down and do whatever we got to get done whatever it takes we'll get it done and start saying God, I want your will, not my will be done, but your will be done in things. And I wanted God to work in the supernatural. I wanted him to perform miracles and do things that that I couldn't believe, that I couldn't see happening, that I didn't have the faith or trust in, maybe to understand what they were. And I started seeing those things happen when I put my confidence and trust in God and not in my own ability, my education, my background, my training, my experiences, my relationships with banks to, to borrow money, all those things. When I got rid of all that and I put my confidence and built my foundation on the Word of God and trust in Him, I started seeing great miracles take place. You see, we must never forget that miracles are supernatural. It's not the natural. Remember my definition. I'm going to read it to you again real quick. I got it right here. It says here, my definition of miracles, an event that is contrary to natural or scientific laws, something connected to divine activities. You see, that's the supernatural. And when we're looking for miracles in our life, when we want to see a miracle take place in our life, we've got to believe in miracles. And we've got to believe that because they're supernatural, that that it's possible because of God, not because of us. And as we do that, the supernatural will become a natural event in our life to receive the miracles that we need for ourselves and for others. I believe this. I I hope you can tell just by my voice and by my energy that's in this teaching today that I believe in miracles. And I hope that you believe in miracles because God is a miracle working God. So I'm going to pray for you as we're closing out this session. And don't Get away from this podcast right now. I want you to hear this prayer because it's for you. Father, pray, Lord, that you would bless those who are listening in. Father, with great faith for miracles, Lord, and that they would all build upon that measure of faith that you've given them, Father, and that they will once again believe, God, that you're faithful. And Lord God, that you have unlimited power and unlimited ability to bring forth the miracles that they need in their life. And I pray, God, that they will work, Father God, on that measure of faith and trust in you to see it grow and to build up. And I believe, Father God, that they'll be blessed. I believe that things great are gonna happen in their lives. They're gonna see miracles where before they didn't see an answer to prayer or they didn't see things come forth as they wanted. I believe those things are going to happen because I believe the people who are listening to this prayer today are going to work on the concept of believing for those things that are not as though that they are, even when it comes to miracles, Lord. I believe it and I receive it for them and I pray that you're going to bless them, Father God. And this is going to be a great victory and I'll give you all the praise and all the glory for it now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen as we're wrapping up this podcast, I kind of got to thinking while I was praying and my mind was kind of thinking about the the, the children and we should pray like children do and believe with faith. Because, you know, a a child trusts, a, a child is eager to learn, a child is innocent, and they're just amazed at God's creation. So Lord, help us to have that faith and that heart of a child to be amazed at your miracle creation. That's us and our friends and our family and our children and where we live here on earth, God, the miracle creation that you've made. So I believe, Lord, that you've got something wonderful for these folks, and I pray that they're gonna be blessed and they're gonna see great results as we continue our all this series on dealing with miracles. If you're interested in hearing more about these podcasts on miracles, you want wanna to continue to tune in because we're gonna be talking about them. I'm not sure for how long, but I just wanna be led by the Holy Spirit to take this as far as he wants me to take it. And to teach it as long as the anointing is there and we can find things, Lord, I believe that'll reach out and touch people's hearts. So, but if those of you who are listening in would like to get more information on faith and things of that nature, you can subscribe to my podcast here at cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. I might make a comment on that. When you subscribe to my podcast, you'll be able to look up and research some of the past messages that we've had. I've talked for weeks on topics like finances, getting out of debt, faith, issues with family, with marriage. We've talked about prosperity. We've talked about spiritual prosperity and financial prosperity. And I believe there's a plethora of messages there where people can receive the fullness of God that they want in their life. If you'd like to look at some of my Things that I've written on, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com and there you'll find references to books on faith, one entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing, I have a book on finances entitled Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living, one on generosity, what's in it for us, and some material to help veterans. So that stuff is there for you. I don't want to get into it too long, but I just wrote it. It's done, and I hope it'll be a blessing to you. So I want to encourage you to contact your friends and those that you know and tell them there's a teaching going on on a podcast entitled Quality Christian Living, and it's on the Charisma Network, Charisma Media, and it's something that I believe will bless them. So let them know because we're going to be continuing this series on miracles until the Lord tells us to stop. My next podcast is entitled, How to Have Greater Faith for Miracles. Now it's a little bit like what we talked about today, but we're going to go into a whole new area. I'm going to talk a lot about this topic of big or little miracles, or big or little faith. Now, one of those is true, and I'm going to tell you which, not going to tell you right now which one it is, because I believe that that's something special that should be brought forth in the podcast next week, and we're going to get into that. So I believe Lord's going to bless it, and I would encourage you to tune in because it's something that'll help us understand why sometimes miracles don't happen, and sometimes why our faith We seem to doubt it or we have questions about it. So with that, I know it's going to be a blessing to you. So I'm going to close with these words for you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. You know, I'm looking forward to talking more about miracles. I'm excited about it. I don't think I've ever had a podcast series that has felt so anointed and so led by the Lord as this particular one. I believe that God wants us to believe in miracles because he is the miracle-working God. So get ready, get excited, because God's gonna do something special in your life. So until next time, May God richly bless you and may your faith increase and may your needed miracle become reality.